This call is being recorded. Hello and welcome to my show, Searching for Integrity. My name really is John Smith, and I'm searching for people with integrity. Why? Because our country suffers from IDD, Integrity Deficit Disorder. We have as our guest today, Jane Jenkins Herlong, who is the author of four books. And I've got the list right here. I'm not sure these are in order, but we've got one entitled Bare Feet and High Heels. What Tata teaches us, rhinestones on my flip-flops, and bury me with my my pearls. 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 Yeah, I was going to say, why would they bury you with a pear? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a sequel. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you're there. I was going to say, are you there, Jane? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and hey, John, thanks. Sure, my pleasure. It is my pleasure. I'm glad you were able to to accommodate us today. Um, Looking forward to it. Yeah, we're there. We're doing. We're doing it right now. Um, I looked at at our our path. I guess I was about eight years old when we moved from uh, Nashville to Oklahoma City, and then went through elementary school, junior high, and then as a sophomore in high school, moved to Texas, moved to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I was, you know, I have all those attributes <laughs> with me now. And you'd be surprised how many quote unquote Southerners there are in Oklahoma. What about that? It is. There's quite a migration that occurred there. Um, and a, a lot of the traditions are still there people people understand them um there's i guess a better way to put it is there's not a whole lot of yankees in oklahoma (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness and you know what um so but you're in texas now right that's right in texas i'm an honorary texan how'd you do that uh speaking for texas education association so many years and george bush I'm looking at the thing, made me an honorary Texan. And um, so I got my little proclamation, and I came back home, and I knew I had to change my life. So I bought a Suburban uh, SUV and got my concealed weapons license. Did you know? Yeah. I felt like if I'm going to be a Texan, I might as well live like one and get a big old car, get my <laughs> CWP. Oh, it, uh, it's, it's sometimes necessary. Oh yeah. I know. I can absolutely. Yep. I'm with you on that one. I know something that you don't know. I'm an author as I'm an author as well. Oh my. Okay. I am. And what's uh, the title of your books or book? my, My book is embracing the abyss. Oh, and it's uh, it's a true story. It's a memoir, true story of unknowingly becoming part of a fraud scandal. Oh my! 
receiving a presidential pardon. <gasps> Hush up. Who, who, what president pardoned you? George W. Daddy or son? O.W. O.W. is the son. Okay. That's right. Yeah. And being surprised by a spiritual awakening. That's the blurb on my book cover. That's great. When did you publish that? Uh, let's see. December 17. I self-published. Uh, self got a, yeah. <clears throat> got a, uh, a publishing team that that was good until a point and that's when they launched and then told me that uh i need to find some marketing <laughs> and that's and always so, the trick isn't it i know and i was so unprepared totally 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 but that's uh but you can tell me all about then and my audience all about the successes you've had with your books and your marketing and how you do it well it's all it's, it's hard you know, I mean, you can have the best piece of material ever and it just sit there. You know, the marketing is the, the where the magic comes in. And I have a friend, and I'll definitely share his name with you, who is a brilliant, fair, good Christian man who can, um, honest, and he helps a lot of authors get traction for their books. But I found success working with my friend Eddie. And and he's the one that understands because you know let's face it, John. We don't really we've got Amazon and and that's just consumed all the other brick and mortars. Right. Amazon takes a chunk of change, you know, but that's they got a monopoly on the book market. So anyway, it's it's quite tricky to get traction for a book. Uh, I have a good friend who wrote a book called In the Nom about Vietnam. He and I grew up together. I saw him a year ago. I hadn't seen him in 30-something years. Hmm. And I asked him what he'd been doing. He said, I wrote a book. And I, and I looked at it, and I said, have you launched it? He said, no. I said, I said look at me, and I'm going to say something, and you're going to think I'm crazy, but don't launch that book right now. Because I could see it had trouble. I could see, mm -hmm. I could see some trouble with it. Mm -hmm. So he regrouped it, got in touch with my friend, and it's been, he's done real well with it. But it's well, pretty tricky. Like you got to work. You again. Oh yeah, you you got to. And so my book journey started when just as a professional speaker, you just you write a book. I mean that's just kind of like you got a speech, you got a book, you got a book, you both got a speech. And it right. was just a little bare feet to high heels. And it's very good to have your own. You know, you have your your self pub, some of your stuff self published because you control everything. So then I wrote a book. You mentioned it called What Tatas Teach Us. And it's an analogy on women's anatomy and the change in life and the things. That, and it's, it's a cute book. I, my sister had breast cancer, so I wrote that in her honor, and then it became her memory, which was sad. Mm. And then I wrote another book. The next book is really when I started understanding books called um, Bury Me With My Pearls, and it was dedicated to my mother. We were very close. Mm. And that was funny Southern humor stuff. And then the next one was Rhinestones on My Flip-Flops, which was the big book contract with the major publisher, Hachette, out of New York. That was like, yay. And that was tough. Marketing was, mm -hmm. ooh. And mm -hmm. then I've written a fifth book called Deep, I mean, Sweet Tea Secrets from the Deep Fried South. And that'll be, that'll be published with Tyndall Publishing. Okay, so I was on the phone with 
this morning. It's to be can to be published. Yes, it'll be a year. They have okay. a pinnacle. Yeah, so I just spoke to the woman who's helping me with my edits, and she thinks I'm I probably need therapy, whatever. Right. Well, I <laughs> I can I can confirm uh, calling you out from being the, from the south. My my aunt, uh, probably my favorite aunt. Um, they moved from Tennessee to Texas. And that's one of the reasons why we ended up in Texas as well. And she was one that whenever you would, whenever you said something about hard, it's reminded me of her saying she had to do the wash. <laughs> wash. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, some people don't, aren't going to know what that means. So you might tell them. <laughs> it's do just the wash. Extra, extra do the in the wash. Yes. So you um you're talking about washing clothes and washing sure. machine, do the wash. Right. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah, we've got you know, it's so funny, John, I was just going over some of these new chapter titles in my book and I've got um I've got southern expressions that are biblically based. Mm -hmm. So I went through a whole thing. And mm -hmm. um so a lot of our southern expressions are very unique and very different. And they're fun. And a lot of times you don't know. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard this one. And somebody says, I tell you what, you better not ask what what is. Because you're supposed to already know what what is. <laughs> Did you know that one? I tell you what. Sure. That's it. That's, all, that's, that's, that's everything. That's the whole topic. Right. Now you better know what what is. And don't you dare ask what. What's what? Well, I got, I got some, some extra learning uh, when I was in the Army. I also spent a year in Nam, and okay. uh, the the people that uh, uh, I met and talked to mostly a lot were mostly from the South. I also uh, learned that there is a difference between North Carolinans and South Carolinans. I uh, know it's like the Dakotas. You know, <laughs> we got the same deal going up there. You better not say, "Oh, the Dakotas." And somebody says, "Oh, you're from," and this is nor our northern friends. You're from the Carolinas. I go, oh, cringe. <laughs> uh, I uh, had a good, I had a good experience from that. I, um, I was the only white guy in my squad, and I felt like I was an exchange student. Uh, <laughs> I, I learned another. I learned another culture, and I did. Oh I yeah, another oh, culture. Sure. Yeah. yeah, you know, and, and that's a lot of my book is the Gullah culture. That's where I was reared down on the islands, the sea islands, John's Island. And I, I'm i so glad I told the editor this morning, I'm so glad you let me put in the book, the people on the farm that I absolutely loved and learned so much from. It's just a totally different culture. Huh. It, and it a totally is. different dialect as well. Sure, sure. Um, I, I notice when people are happen to overhear something that they might say, and I'll t tell myself, don't go over there and ask them if they're from North Carolina. And I would almost mm -hmm. have to grab something to hold me back from walking over there and saying, are you from North Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're all, to that extent, we're all good people. We, um, I think the an extent is that it, it, my wife and I were talking about this too the other day about 
things that are going on in society like uh, um, cancel culture. Oh goodness! Where uh, you know where if people don't like it, they want to they want to smear it and destroy it, and I, and we don't we both agreed that's that's not not appropriate. Uh, and what it reminded her of was back at 9-11. She said, you know, mm-hmm. after 9-11, people were so nice to each other. Yes. We were cognizant of, of who they were, what they are, and, and they're just courteous, basic courtesy. And of yep. course, that, and now my, that, yep, my friend in, in New York said that. She said that she was from Staten Island, but when she'd come into the city to work, she said there was a whole different way. People were smiling, greeting, greeting mm-hmm. you. It was, it was, it was like a, a cohesive body of people, and it mm-hmm. really, it really um, was all over the country. You just yeah. all of a sudden you just started counting your blessings. I don't know. I was in high school when the first World Trade Center was bombed, and I don't, you remember that? Sure, sure. And. We were, I think I was on a senior trip and it had just happened. And they said that the phone lines were jammed with people stuck in the World Trade Center calling their their wives and children, telling them they loved them. Right. Because that was a moment of reckoning, not knowing what was going to happen. Right. Yeah, same with those people on the uh, the heroes on the uh, on the uh, passenger jet. Uh, Completely. With, with you know that Todd Beamer, the to- Todd mm-hmm. Beamer. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. a good book. Let's roll. Mm-hmm. Well, it's um, it's it, what's something, of course, is that you know, give it a little time, and things will return to their initial um, self, their initial. Um, I can't find the word, but it's um, they just how they used to be. Yeah, and I, I'm afraid we have a generation that are fixing to be in charge and are in charge. That there's something missing there. And I, I you know, I've got, I've got children, thirty, thirty-two years old, and right. so I've got one that, you know, kind of embraces the way we are. I have another one that is different and that's okay you know we love them and um i have found though and i've told him this he doesn't like it i'll say you're you're tolerant as long (laughs) you say you're tolerant but when you and i disagree you're the most intolerant person i've ever talked to (laughs) that doesn't mean i don't love you but sometimes i don't like the way you talk (laughs) especially when the talk's being aimed at me no kidding i said come on now I mean, my son could not understand why my husband and I, you know, traditionally, I said, you, when, when you've got political figures talk about putting your hand over your heart and praying in school, I said, that means something to me because I remember that. Mm-hmm. And I remember how important it was. And I remember the old school teacher I had in the fourth grade, or her name was Miss Forma Duval. Now, if if that's not a um, German name, I don't know what is, but I mean, I mean, John, seriously, she would stand up every morning and she would quote scripture. And I loved it. And I mean, you can't even do that anymore, man. You get slammed. Yeah. 
that's that's pretty sad. And she'd say, and, and she'd say, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in my in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Hmm. Every day. Why do I know that verse? Because she said it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking at your list here that you gave me, and I like it. Um, and I'm going to the bottom, and it says, what attracted you to enter the Miss America pageant? Well, we should, it was... We should tell it, people that you were in the Miss America pageant. I, I was. I was in the yeah. top thir- lucky 13 in the fake Miss America. This call is being recorded. Are you there? Yeah, that was fun. Thank you, John. <laughs> Good. Good. It went well. I have to see I what appreciate that little, all you're doing. I have to see what that little bit was. I did that one kind of probably because I didn't have my mouse. My mice ran away. <laughs> It'll do that. Yeah, I um I'm kinda like you. This this new world we're in, I was <laughs> Uh, I just got, you got to pray through it and be tough and know that God's got a plan. That's right, absolutely. You, you got to trust that trust that the like a good friend of mine said. He said, "We all know how this is going to turn out. We sure. we already read the last chapter of the Bible. We know how this is going to turn out." Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you you tuned in this morning, and we. Uh, we got it off and got it running. Uh, that's a, I was thinking, boy, I'm going to miss out here. And all of a sudden, you appeared again, which is good. Well, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much. And thank you for reaching out. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. It is. It has been. Uh, you take care now. Thank you, John. Keep talking to you. Bye-bye. Bye.